There are some people who love exams and some who don't. Personally, I've always hated them. I don't think I've ever looked forward to an exam in school except for the rare times when I had actually studied so much and prepared so well that I knew I'd do amazing. And it was usually in the subject of math. I don't know, that's always been my, my expertise. But I haven't really met anyone who quote-unquote enjoys tests. So if you're someone who enjoys them, may Allah put more barakah in your life. Because for me, you're a rare person. <laughs> but as much as we hate exams and tests, we do have to take them in order to pass school. Right? We can't go from 4th grade to 5th grade, 5th grade to 6th grade, and so on, unless we pass those exams. And in college, unless you pass the exams, you can't pass the class. And if you can't pass the class, you can't get your degree. And so, in order to progress in life, there are tests that you have to pass. And just like that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us tests in life. And no matter how much we hate them, we have to pass them in order to achieve Jannah. And so in this episode, we're going to be talking about how tests are actually what make us resilient. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Resilient Muslima podcast. Join me, Maryam Aslam, as we explore practical ways to merge personal development, the science of the mind, and Islamic principles to become our most resilient and confident selves. Now, let's get started with today's episode. Do you remember those days when it was the middle of the school year, right before winter break was starting, and we had midterms coming up in school? I don't know if this was the case for everyone, but for me, the exams were all stacked in one week, and it was called midterm week. And the last day of midterm week was actually the start of the two-week winter break, where there would be no school for two weeks. And then when you'd come back, you'd have new lessons, and then you'd have finals, that would be right before summer, and then you'd have summer would start, and so the end of the year would, would be at that point. And then throughout the months, you'd have a few small tests, you know, here and there. And so basically every year of school consisted of exams. And no matter how much we dreaded taking the exams, we knew eventually they'd be over. We knew that there was light at the end of the tunnel. Like we knew that eventually we're going to have summer break. We're going to have winter break. Eventually this is going to end. And then also in the back of our head, we're like, eventually we're going to graduate with a degree and probably never go back to school. And so that time will also come. And now as I'm in my late 20s and I look back at my days in school and college, I don't really remember how stressed I was back then. I'm sure at the time I was crying and making so much da'a that I'd pass my exams. But now that I look back, I'm like, mm, I don't really remember how stressed I was. It's just like, it's just part of my memory that yes, I remember that exams were difficult. But I don't really remember how much, you know, how difficult they were and how much I cried and how much I stressed over them. And so just like that, in life, when we have so many tests, you may feel like life is tough or things are tough leading up to the test and during the test. But always remember that every test has an end. No test in life continues forever. Like think back to a test you had in the past and try to remember how stressed you were because of it. It could have been like, maybe you were stressed because of a health condition or you were stressed because a loved one did something or was going through something or um, there was a loss of a job. Like there is, just think back to a difficult test that you had way in the past. I would say maybe like five, 10 years ago. And now try to remember how stressed you were because of it. And now look at how that test has ended. And you barely even remember it. Because life keeps going on and more and more tests keep coming. And we hear so many stories of how all the prophets went through tests and trials throughout their lives. And we see how each of them had a beautiful ending and all the trials and tests eventually ended. Right? Let's take Yusuf salam's story as an example. There are so many tests that Yusuf salam went through, but let's just look at one of them. When Yusuf was thrown into the well by his brothers, he was there alone in the dark for some time. 
Imagine how hard that must have been. In those moments, he didn't know if he was ever going to be found, and if he was found, what would happen to him? All he had down there in the well was his connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if you know the story, then you know that eventually a caravan came, a caravan that was passing by the well came and found him and sold him as a slave. And he was sold to a man named Aziz. He was a high-ranking official in Egypt. And although we don't have too much detail on how Yusuf salam's years were, like while he was growing up with, the, with Aziz and his family, we do know that in the Quran, in Ayah 21 of Surah Yusuf, it says, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وقال الذي اشتراه من مصر لمرأته أكرمي مثواه عسى أن ينفعنا أو نتخذه ولدا وكذلك مكنا ليوسف في الأرض ولنعلمه من تأويل الأحاديث والله غالب على أمره ولكن أكثر الناس لا يعلم the man from Egypt who bought him said to his wife, Take good care of him, perhaps he may be useful to us or we may adopt him as a son. This is how we established Joseph in the land so that we might teach him the interpretation of dreams. Allah's will will always prevail, but most people do not know. And so we know that Yusuf was treated properly by Aziz and his family because in the ayah we're seeing that Allah subhanahu wa is saying that Aziz told his wife that take good care of him, right? Like we may adopt him. Which means that they did treat him with respect, they did treat him properly. At least that's what, that's what we can learn from this. And so there was some relief from the test that Yusuf was going through, which was, you know, he was, when he was thrown in the well by his brothers, he didn't die in the well. And he was sold to a family that was kind to him and was thinking to adopt him. And from Yusuf test, we learned patience and trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because when Yusuf was in the well, there was no control that he had over his situation. And you know, there are so many times in our lives that we're in tests that we honestly do not have any control besides to just make dua and hope for the best. And there's not much left in our power that we can do. And so in that moment, Yusuf salam could not do anything in the world besides just make dua and hope. And he had to let go completely and just trust Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when he was sold as a slave, there was nothing that Yusuf salam could do in that moment as well. He couldn't have done anything to stop that from happening. He just trusted and he went along with the plan that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had for him. And so in Yusuf salam's life, there's so many trials and victories that happen that we don't really have too much time in this episode to go over all of them. Obviously, there's, there's so many of them. But we do know that eventually Yusuf salam was reunited with his brother and his father. And it took many, many years, but eventually the trial ended and ease was granted. His life was planned out perfectly by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we learned so many lessons from his life. Because if he didn't go through so many tests and trials, we would not have the lessons we have today from his life. Because we can see that ease was granted throughout the trials and eventually the trial ends. And just like that for us, eventually our trials will end. And with every trial, there is ease that comes with it. The trial may not end. You may still be in the difficult period, but you can find moments of ease, moments where things are getting easier. And think about it. Tests are what make life worth living. Like think of a person that you respect. Do you respect them because they had such an easy life? Or do you respect them because they've been through so much and have come out so much stronger each time that they inspire you? Like think about who you're inspired by. Why are we so inspired by all the prophets? Why are we so inspired by people who have gone through so many struggles in life? It's because it is through how they handled the test that we learn lessons from. That is what we get inspiration from. Someone who's had a life without difficulty is not someone you're, you're going to want to read about. It's not someone you'd be inspired by. 
Would you read a book where the character didn't have to overcome any life challenges? They just had a smooth sailing life? That would be a book without a climax. Like, how would there be a plot? What would you be reading for? You'd probably not read the book because the plot, the plot is boring and basically non-existent. And some of the best books that I've read and movies that I've seen had a character who struggled so much to get the happy ending that they deserved. Right? The bigger the struggle, the better the movie. So think of your life like that. The bigger the trials, the bigger the reward. And the bigger the inspiration. Because every test is an opportunity to showcase your strength. It's our chance to become an inspiration for others and help others. It's our chance to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's a chance to prove that we are resilient, that we do have resilience. It's our chance to live a life worth reading about. Every test is also an opportunity for us to reshape the way we think and view hardships. Are we viewing this hardship as something that is beneficial to us or are we viewing this hardship as something that is taking us down? Like you get to put meanings to your trials. Yes, the trials may be difficult and that's how they might be coming off. But if you are able to reframe it in your mind that this trial is actually an opportunity, then that's how it's going to feel. And I know it's easier said than done. Like I'm telling you, I know it's so difficult because in the moment, the trial, it feels like the world is ending. It feels like this, there's no way out. But if you view it as something else, if you view it as this opportunity, this test is an opportunity for me to get become better, for me to get a better status in Jannah, then... That is how it's going to feel because that is how your brain and your body is going to react to it then, right? The meaning comes from your mind. What you associate to it comes from your mind. I remember a few years ago, I attended Sira Intensive here in Dallas, Texas that was hosted by Qalam Institute and they have they still have it every year, uh, December. It's actually going on right now. Um, so inshallah, I hope that you know everyone gets the chance to go through a program that is similar to that where you just study the life of the Prophet Wasallam. And so it was a week of intense learning of the Prophet Muhammad Wasallam's life where we started from the birth all the way to the passing. And I'm telling you, there is no person's life that you can learn from more than the Prophet Wasallam's life. He Wasallam, had so many tests and trials and so many challenges that as a class, we cried so many times because when you really learn the details of what the Prophet ﷺ had to go through in his life, you can't help but be astonished. But it was those difficult and impossible trials that made the Prophet ﷺ the most studied man in history. Until the end of time, people will be learning about the Prophet ﷺ. And it's not just Muslims. Even non-Muslims study the Prophet ﷺ because his story is just so inspirational. The amount of hardships that he went through. He lost his parents. He lost his wife. He lost his grandfather. He lost his uncle. He lost kids. He was kicked out of his home. He was made fun of. He was thrown rocks upon. And the list just goes on. He ﷺ faced so many hardships that the mind at times cannot even comprehend that this was just one person over the span of just 60 some years. 60 years, when you think about it, is not really a long, long time. And so the fact that a person could spend an entire lifetime just learning about the trials that the Prophet ﷺ went through, that just puts it into perspective that he went through so much. And think about your life. Like how many trials have you been through? How many tests have you had to overcome? If a book was written on your life, what would the book be like? Because the book about the Prophet ﷺ is beyond beautiful. Like the sirahs that people have written about the Prophet ﷺ's life are astonishing. You learn so much and it's such an inspirational story that you can't put it down. Like you can't stop learning about it. You want to learn about it again and again and again. It's like a book you can never put down. So this doesn't mean that you should go out and find hardships. I'm not saying go and make your life difficult so that your life could be inspirational for others. 
that just means that when you're going through tests, just know that the test will end soon. And this is adding to your inspiring life story. And if you live your life like someone whose life is going to be turned into a book one day, then trust me, you'll have a much more resilient life. Because wouldn't you rather read about someone who overcame struggles and hardships and came out stronger and better over a book about someone who just cried, worried and complained or a book about someone who just had a very simple, straightforward life without much ups and downs. So the main point of this episode is to show that Make your book worth reading. Make your story worth reading. When trials come your way, take them as an opportunity to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Take them as an opportunity to prove how resilient you are. And don't be so upset about how your life is so difficult. I'm talking to myself before I'm talking to anyone is that I know this from myself is that when I am tested upon tested upon tested, I get at times I get so frustrated. I'm like, when is it going to end? Like this is so life is so difficult. I see other people. I'm like, their life seems so much more simpler but in reality, it's it's like you should have pride in the fact that you have so many difficulties. You, have, you should have pride in the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving you so many opportunities to get closer and closer to him to elevate your rank in Jannatul Firdaus. And so take every single test, every single trial as an opportunity to prove how resilient you are. Take them as an op- opportunity to write an amazing life story and be the hero in your story, not the victim. So if you feel like you're being tested nonstop and you're tired, Just remember how amazing your story is going to be compared to others. And think about how every test is eventually going to end. And how you react to the trial is what will be counted for you or against you. And so your life is going to end one day, right? How do you want your story to be? How do you want your akhirah to be? Because it is our actions that is dictating what we get at the end. And so when you are being tested, don't be so sad about it. You'll have moments where, yes, you have time to grieve, it's difficult. But just tell yourself that, how amazing will my life be if I get through this test? How amazing will my life be if I come on top, if I react so well? And think about how many people that you can help if you've been through so many difficult challenges in your life. How many people you can help with what you've learned, right? Like all the prophets that we've learned about, they all went through difficulties and we learned from their stories. So be like someone who has struggles in their life and people can learn from it and become better from it. If you could just step out from your life and just view yourself as a third person, you could really see that, wow, this person is awesome. If you've been through struggles and you've come out and you've become stronger, you are an amazing person. It is very, very difficult. And you are living an extraordinary life if you are able to do that. And so just remember, your story is your story. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already planned your life. You get to decide how you react to everything that is happening. That is what your story is being built upon. That's all I have for you today. I hope that this episode was helpful. And it's a reminder first for myself before a reminder for anybody else. And if you found it helpful, please go ahead and share it with somebody and leave a review, a comment. And also, if you want to talk to me directly, you can always find me on Instagram. My username is Official. Go ahead and DM me and I'll be sure to respond, inshallah. And with that, I will end the way I always end. Make dua for someone today that you love. May Allah grant you all afia. Barakallahu feekum. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.